the Comedy Zone podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your hosts, Will Jacobs and Jason Allen Key. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast. Uh, we, we're back. We got uh, the three Bs, uh, Brian, uh, Balto, uh, <laughs> the black guy <laughs> and the big guy and the big guy that's right that's where i meant. i forgot the big guy i'm sorry that's right. the four b's are here y'all <laughs> we should have started an r&b group called the four b's uh, we missed our we missed our shot yeah. jason loves taking black people's spots yeah <laughs> he would be perfect for it <laughs> that's four, that joke? There's four black guys and Jason in all these shows. <laughs> I'll we got Markel, Ronnell, and Jason. Hey, Jason. <laughs> we got Mark Chop Jones. No. So we're but, back. Uh, it's good to be, yeah, it's good to be back. Uh, you know, these shows, <clears throat> it's a pandemic. So, you know, all of us are home, Jason, you know, because I the audience hears us, but I don't know. I'm in a room. I'm in my bedroom. Brian's in what? Your office? Your office? In my office. At, I'm, I'm off site today. I'm in, in my office at uh, uh, another location. Not at Advent, but another office. Yeah. But if you can't picture Brian, he looks like he's somewhere solving the pandemic. <laughs> yes, he does. He it's looks true. He looks scientific right it's now. True. I got file. Wait, where are they? I got files behind <laughs> yeah, me. I got, he yeah. looks like there's a, a bubbling <laughs> beaker somewhere right off camera. Oh, my God. That's so true. Look at him. He's ready to end this. Looking on it. And he, and he got he's Brian in, he's in a bunker somewhere. He's <laughs> under the ground. They got him right. quarantined so that he could solve this problem that America's counting on you, Brian. The first mm-hmm. thing Joe Biden did was call Brian. <laughs> first thing he did. I've solved the problem, too. Wear your masks. That's it. <laughs> All right. it's going to take, wear a mask. You heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> wear your mask. Baltos How are okay. y'all? I, I, yeah, I, meant to ask that. I meant to ask that. How are y'all with these masks? Are you wearing them all the time? Are you pulling them off? Are they slipping off your nose? Are they slipping and you go, oh, shit, I got the Rona. You know, are, they, are these moments <laughs> happening to you guys? I uh, Look at that. Yeah, everyone looks like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone looks like they're a character on Mortal Kombat in the street. He's going to face off. It's like, let's go, motherfucker. <laughs> Brian looks like if a uh, Cobra Commander and a Smurf had a child. <laughs> My mom made that mask. So. Oh, really? Yeah. So your mom uh, is, is curing the COVID. Mom, yeah. Mom sent us a whole bunch of masks, uh, all kinds of different stuff. I have a, a mask for almost every day of the week. Uh, I have masks that match certain articles of my clothing. Well, now that's just a really yeah. You're it's a little it's a with your little mask. yeah. It's a little embarrassing. I accidentally wore uh, a, a uh, Henley shirt the other day that like matches identically one of the masks I have, and I got a whole ration of crap from a whole bunch of people. And rightfully so. Accessorizing your mask. Yes, accessorizing <laughs> my masks. 
So um, I had the humbling experience of being, because I like, I love, let me tell you how much I love Goodwill. My grandmother worked at Goodwill when I was growing up. Nice. So I got all these toys for half off. You know how cheap half <laughs> off is at Goodwill? 50 cents. Some shit you can't even divide in half. Yeah, they pay you to take them off of your hand, off their hands. Some things aren't marked down because you literally can't. <laughs> The dollar store. <laughs> it's that cheap, but I love it. I grew up on Goodwill, and I used to have that uh, shame about it. Yeah, because I'd be like, you know, you know, you got whole button-up shirts in there for a dollar fifty. It's just not. It's not a place where you come and brag when you know yeah. Puff Daddy is telling kids that we need to have on these other clothes. <laughs> so. I used to be like, Grandma, I can't wear this stuff anymore. <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm, I'm listening to Biggie and Diddy, and these guys are dancing around with champagne. I can't be in the Goodwill anymore like that. <laughs> That's awesome. So, I felt like that was so, Kmart, too. Right. So Kmart, my grandma too, goes, I was like, not again, really? Not again. Can like, we go to around? Come on, let's get me some clothes. Let's go. It's like, Grandma, they know. They know. They know. That's right. They know the difference. They sure do. You know, funny, one of the funniest moments of my life is my grandma's getting the clothes from these places. And she and so my brother's wearing them. And the kids, where I'm from, they would get together and compare their clothes. So you'd have a big circle of kids like, ooh, ooh, I got Perry Ellis. Oh. And another kid like, I got Nautica. You know, and they would do this around the circle. But my brother wore his clothes from Goodwill. So they do this around the circle. <laughs> Nautica, <laughs> Nautica, Perry Ellis, Tommy Hilfiger, and my brother wants to fit in, but he's a Goodwill kid, so he doesn't know the difference. Oh. So they're doing Nautica, polyester. Oh no, my brother goes polyester. Like <laughs> that's not a designer. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. Tommy Hilfiger, polyester. I was like, what is polyester? I mean, they laughed him out of that school. Oh, so you know the Goodwill kid thing, but the point that my grandma made about Goodwill was, she's like, look, if you, she's like, you. I said, Grandma, what if somebody sees me here? And she goes. If they see you here, that means they were here. So you guys got something on each other. <laughs> said, oh, it's yeah. brilliant logic. Well, then give me the pants. That works. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want to get the, the wrath of your buddies, especially in a circle like that, man. Brother, I've had some of the most embarrassing moments of my life in some cheap clothes. Yeah, I totally agree. I had these long ass pants one time that went like past my heels down under my pants, but they were from Goodwill, so they were regular, so the other leg didn't do that. <laughs> Dude, I have to have, every item of clothing I wear has to be altered. We didn't have alteration money uh, when I was <laughs> Think about that. I got hand-me-downs. My brothers are huge, man. Clothes didn't fit me. No it's clothes fit me until I was an adult with my own job and my house. That's how I get clothes to fit now, yeah. It's, I would have uh, never known that. Walking around with like using, making extra holes on belts and shit. You know what I mean? That oh, was like, wow. yeah. It was the, those kids roasted me so bad. I mean, I'd be wearing some shit, man. And the thing, and the problem is that my younger brother is seven years younger than me, but my grandmother thought it was a good idea to dress us the same. Yeah. So now you got these pictures of a kid that's like 13 and a kid that's six. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Holy that's shit. That's insane. 
either I look too old or he looks or he looks too old or I look too young. Yeah. But it didn't look good is what I knew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 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 this this was um you know a problem. That's Doctor Evil and Mini Me way before that shit came. Way out. before. Yeah. So they would roast me about these things, about oh. these things that would happen. Like like everything about me. That's where these comedic chops. You know, it's like I, my grandparents loved to fry fish, so I always left the house smelling like fried fish because that stuff gets in your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd come out and it's like, why does Will? Always smell like fried fish. <laughs> this fat fucker always smell <laughs> I was chubby. And this was like, these were years around the height of the popularity of Fat Albert. My middle name's Albert. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. So I was Fat Albert that smelled like fish with clothes with pants with different legs. And I, so they would make fun of me and I would, you know, get mad or whatever. And then you just, like you know, JC, you develop these chops. And what I tell people is it's like Liam Neeson, all this pain and stuff you're dealing with, you develop a particular set of skills. That, yeah. And these are the things that make you, make you a great comic. Yeah, right. Because those kind of things were, you know, happening to us as we were kids. We were othered a lot. Yeah. Well, I, so my brother's two years older than me. And we, I didn't know this when this was happening, but like we were, we were Steelers people, right? So like my brother got Lynn Swan, right? He got number 88 jersey. <laughs> I got number 57, Dirt Winston. He was like, a, he was on the kickoff. Dirt, like, that's all. That's what I got. Oh, yeah. Remember Dirt Winston, Dirt, actually? Yeah. He Hall of Famer, Dirt Winston. Yeah. yeah, he was my favorite player. I had no idea what he did. I knew who that guy was. <laughs> we would be like uh, on Halloween, right? My brother would go, he'd be Darth Vader. And I would be like a stormtrooper or some shit. <laughs> I, like, so that none of your friends understood why all your favorite players were special teams guys. <laughs> That's right. Like Jerry yeah, Rice, Mike Poindexter, Mike Poindexter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the good shit, right? My brother, he got all the good stuff, you know? And I had Steelers jerseys that looked like dresses. So speaking <laughs> of the Steelers, man, are you guys, are you watching football? I, I'll tell you this. I stopped watching football after the Eagles tied Cincinnati. I said, that's it. I'm not looking anymore at this. I know a losing campaign when I see one. Yeah, I feel bad for you guys this year. I, I you know, we're having a historic year. As well, I was going to say, let me guess, Jason, you're watching the Steelers. Oh man, this is this is uh, <laughs> it, it. It this is my favorite kind of kind of team, right? It's a team that to me is overachieving. You know, they're not nor, normally when I would say this, and, and sports fans don't agree with any of this shit. But when we're beating everybody handily, it makes the year not as exciting. If that makes sense. Of course, I want a winning team. But to me, this is the best of both worlds. We're 9-0, and and I, I'm still not convinced we're the best team in the NFL right now. And yet we're historically, you know, doing things yeah, that organizations never done before. There are some parallels to the 2015 Panthers, I think, in this, in this Steelers team. You know, the Panthers just, you know, went through the, you know, their schedule like a hot knife through butter. Yeah. And then you know made it through the playoffs, and then got to the Super Bowl, and and, and got destroyed, froze in the in the in the headlight. But I think they're yeah, I think you know think, it's a team that everybody thought would be good, and you know it turns out they are good, but they're kind of better than people thought they would be. Yeah, it's it's they're weird. They're they are weirdly better than people thought. We have age and experience in the in the right positions. We got youth in the right positions. So we got five receivers who. I'm not saying they're number ones in every team. We got five solid receivers. The oldest one is 23. Oof. So we oh, got back for drafting those guys. 
Pardon me. I said y'all have a knack for drafting good receivers. Yeah, that's true. That is that is very. Claypool. Let me tell you something. Deontay Johnson's on my fantasy team. I watch this man every week. Yeah. <laughs> Those routes he runs are filthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Awesome. I watch this guy throw three dead legs and a stutter step in the middle of a route. <laughs> I'm like, but and then you know, so so I like I was just looking at sports this weekend, and I was just laughing because there were so many things that were cool. But so many things that were just like, yep, same old. You know, like mm-hmm. I remember a time, and 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 I'm old now. That sports makes you realize that you're old hmm. and that you're fat because you start weighing as much as the linebackers. Oh boy! <laughs> and it's like, why do I weigh the same thing as Ray Lewis? That, he looks <laughs> much bigger than me. <laughs> I still weigh as much as the kickers. I don't really know. <laughs> but the problem with me is now I'm I'm as old as the kickers. So yeah. then they come in when I'm thinking about my age. Yeah, but it's like I'm looking at this stuff, and I've seen now you're starting to see players where you watch their dads play, and all this, and then I'm looking at Adrian Peterson, and I thought of a tweet that I wrote years ago about AP, and I said NASA needs to stop spending money looking for alien life, <laughs> because I'm looking at it every Sunday in Minnesota. He's a machine. I watched that man run the other day. He looked like Steven Seagal. <laughs> with those wobbly long legs oh, he looked like a confused deer hitting the hole <laughs> the same man yeah i was around long enough to see both of them and it's just it was just striking like this remember what ap was ap was if you didn't get him with that first guy he would take it 90 yards He'd yeah. have to drive now to go. It was 90. a different, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He doesn't go 90 yards unless the cart gets him. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, he's a, he's a lion now. Of course he sucks. Well, you know. <laughs> oh, he is a lion. Oh. Yeah. oh. See, that's, that's the thing cool, with the Lions. Man. You guys are 9-0. and oh. That's the stuff the Lions do, but it's with losses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, just, I, I love shitting on these teams. I wish I could host the ESPYs because I – <laughs> and don't get me wrong, my team's horrible. I, I mean, Carson yeah. Carson Wentz is. I thought he was one of the best quarterbacks in football. That experiment is over, I believe. Uh, the Carson Wentz exper- experiment. He's just not. Well, that experiment costs over a hundred million dollars to run. <laughs> so now we got Jason Hurts back there, and I, but I, I, I hope he's good. But Carson Wentz, man, it's just this hero mentality that some guys. They did the, the plays never over. There's six guys hanging off of them and they're spinning around trying to still throw the damn ball. Yeah, right. Learn to take a sack. Yeah. You couldn't get near Peyton Manning without him hitting the damn ground. Mm. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. Absolutely. I it, said, was, it was here's how much it was with Peyton Manning. He made his receivers do the same shit. When Reggie when Reggie Wayne would catch a ball, he'd fall on the ground. Not <laughs> only did Peyton Manning do it, he told his receivers, listen. Yeah. Like Ricky Waters said, for who for what? When you when they get near you, lay on the ground. I'm telling you, it's working yeah. for me. For who for what? That's good. And they won a Super Bowl laying on the ground. Because Peyton Manning did. So, and then we're watching Tom Brady at 43. And I mean, it's this whole thing's flipping upside down, you know. Yeah, it's wild. And these the new quarterbacks that are kind of blowing up, these young guys are so much fun to watch, man. It is exciting football, if you ask me. Yeah, I'm talking about like Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that tastes bad in my mouth. That's good. I got a <laughs> yeah, He's one of the few players in the day where it's uh, spelling his name and watching him play are similarly difficult. <laughs> like to a to a Tenaloga, whatever the hell that guy's name. To a Sarasota. To a Lunga. I don't know what his name I can't say his last name. To what Tunga by Loa. Tunga Vailoa. There it is. That guy, is, I, I love that guy. I know he's only three games in. He's going to be one of my favorite quarterbacks, man. I, I really like him. I'm excited about him. You got to work on his name then. I know. Tuna <laughs> Sandwich, what time for me? You can't keep calling him Tuna Sandwich. Tuna, tuna, tuna Sandwich. Tua Vailoa. Tuna, tuna and Bologna. <laughs> tuna songs on a viola. Eventually. I, I, I do well with the words and the sounds. <laughs> but he is. Brighter days in Miami. Yeah, for sure. A good coach. Yeah, I agree. A good black coach, which you know I love. And, yeah. and here's what I love for Anthony Lynn is that he's got Justin Herbert. Because one thing I know about a good a good quarterback is it keeps mediocre people in their jobs. Andrew Luck was in Indianapolis keeping those people employed for over a decade. Yeah. <laughs> and they were some of the worst decision makers. They, is- I knew Ryan Grixon because they got him from Philadelphia and he was shitty there. Yeah. He was a little bit good, but those relationships. So Frank Wright leaves, and here comes right behind him in the car behind him, like they do, is this guy. And they go over there, and, you know, it sucks. So he gets Andrew Luck killed. You bring and he retires early because Ryan Grixon doesn't draft offensive linemen. Every time there's a player of that quality who's like, nah, I'm leaving early. See you guys later. I just, it's standing ovation for me, and I applaud. That is brilliant. You know, 60% of those players are from the Lions. <laughs> Barry Calvin. Yeah. No, I, yeah. When Ricky Williams left, when uh, um, yeah. uh, Beast Mode, when he left, I loved all of that. I was like, that's, it's a bit of an F you to the league and to fans and stuff. But they're like, I, this is all I got. I only got one body. I'm not going to beat this shit out of it. And I made all this money. I don't yeah, made my money. Yeah. I love that. I think that's brilliant. Uh, but you brought up a thing. You brought up the uh, ESPYs. Excuse me. So if you could host any major event like that, what would it be? March Mania. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Debbie Millwater, March. No, <laughs> awesome. March Mania. March Mania. We'll throw that in there. The Academy no, Awards. I, speaking oh, of manias, I would love to be a part of a WrestleMania. Famous enough where they want me in the front. And really? they let me, like, get in the ring and have a guy throw me. I, I have kind of wanted to be that famous. No kidding. Yeah, I want to get tossed around a little bit. That but is. Like David Arquette, you know? Don't <laughs> on me for 10 minutes. I've been a fan all my life. I know you have. I, I, I don't. I actually like wrestling. It's fine. I also think it's kind of dumb. I just. But the, <laughs> you know, I say that, and one of my friends is a wrestler. I like. I grew up with the with the old guys. I just got away from it, so I like to tease people. I don't know what you want me to do when the Eagles tied the Bengals. There's no football, <laughs> so it's either that or you know pie eating or whatever's on right now. But I know that 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 you know, it's. I can't believe you said. I would expect the the ESPYS or something. Like I don't think it's a good question. Like if you could get to do something, so it was a good uh, ESPYS. Well, yeah, because I don't care about Hollywood and ESPYS probably honestly. Yeah. What Brian? about you? I think I'd like to do the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Okay. You know, it doesn't have the pressure of the Oscars. 
Yeah. But there's kind of cool people in the room. It's a cool looking statuette. It's a nice setup. You know. Yeah, that's not yeah. bad. That's not a bad, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. yeah, I think I might go with the Golden Globes, actually, because you get TV and movies, and TV is kind of better than movies these days. So Yeah, and you get to drink at the Golden Globes. Well, Brian, get out of my brain, buddy. <laughs> that is I'm changing fun. mine to the BET Awards. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I watch them every year. I do not. I, I used to. I used I don't know. I, the funniest thing about the BET Awards, I used to have a buddy that was um, – he was the one of the correspondents for BET. Wow. And we used to ride around. Well, I was at Harvard University, and he was a buddy of mine, and he was there. His name was Andre Showell. We were good friends. I think he ended up being a presidential correspondent when Obama was there. Wow. Hey, his name sounds familiar. Yeah. So we used to hang out all the time in D.C. together. I was going to say, wait, did you say there's another Howard University guy? No, he didn't go to Howard. He, he went, uh, he might not. Yeah, I think he went to Howard. I think he might. I forget which one he did. We just hung out a lot. Maybe he went to the same school as I did. I don't know. <laughs> but I just don't know. I was going to be surprised if he was a close friend. I don't think, I don't think he was at, no, he wasn't at Howard. He was already working for BET when I was there. So he, he, he was a little older. But um, it was so funny because it's like he was this bigger dude, right? And it was like the Aaron Neville effect where you see this big dude from Tyson and they got this whole other voice. And it's like I'd be hanging with the guy and he's this, you know, cool, smooth, larger, played football, clean cut guy. But because of his job, he had to do this stray hand thing. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, you got to talk to celebrities and ask who their designers are. Uh, I know this guy didn't give a shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to, so I get to hang with him and make fun of him for it. And then watch him do it on TV and then make fun of him for what he did on TV that day. <laughs> it, it was this repetitive cycle the whole time he was the presidential correspondent. <laughs> so he would these so he would do these things, right? He'd, he'd be hanging with me one day, and then the next day he's somewhere and J-Lo's walking by. Jeez. And the same guy that I'm kicking it with is like, Jennifer, <laughs> who are you wearing? Ugh. Like, what? <laughs> And I'm I, like, I know he doesn't give a shit about this. Yeah, that's that's a tough. I feel bad every time they have to do that. Who are you, Who wearing? Are you wearing? Because listen, man, you guys know me. I think it's fun. I actually like red carpet shit. But I do feel bad for, for people like that who are like, I gotta ask this. I'm sorry. You got this. Yeah, that's how you gotta do it. Yeah. But he was do it and hold his face. So like Sarah Wong is that who I can tell by the cut. Okay. That that smooth, cool stuff. Not. <laughs> that shit was so funny man and i i mean i just that that was just so um you know it's it's like that stray hand effect where i watch these things and i'm like he can't enjoy this person's movie coming out as much as he as he sounds like it. yeah right no I think all I he cared about was football for 16 years i'm supposed <laughs> to believe he cares about this new julia roberts movie <laughs> what are you people selling me <laughs> Although I got, I mean, listen, I played sports and stuff, and I really do enjoy like red carpet shit. I, I, I have to be true to myself here and say I actually enjoy that. So I, I've always liked movies and all that kind of stuff. So I do pay attention to it. I'm gonna roll the dice and say you're more of the exception. All right, I'll take that. I mean, I feel like Brian Renaissance man. Well, Renaissance. So I should not assume that Michael Strahan doesn't want to race to see the next Julia Roberts movie. <laughs> I shouldn't assume I can't, that. I can't speak for Strahan. I, I, I can't. I cannot assume that Cam Newton is not ready for the next Jennifer Garner film. That he's he not. Cam, like, you can make that assumption. I've yeah, seen that's forget fair. Old Cam uh, after uh, doing interviews. So just forget the Vikings, okay? 
Love and marriage comes out tomorrow. <laughs> Good grief. Your fa favorite uh, favorite host uh, for the call them Golden Globes Oscars as of the last. Oh, season. oh, easy one for me is yeah? Norm Macdonald at the ESPYS. Oh shit! I didn't see that. Pretty great. One of the best jokes I've ever heard in my life. Really? I fell over laughing when Norm goes. He goes, uh, oh, and we've got uh, Charles Woodson. And you know how Norm talks. I, I'm too yeah. sick to do it right. right, right. I do know Norm because I just grew up on him. So I love Norm. And I, and, and Norm is he's doing, <coughs> he's doing the ESPYs. And one of the closers was he goes, oh, and we got, uh, look at that. We got Woodson out here. Charles Woodson, Michigan. One of the first defensive, the first defensive player ever to win a Heisman. And Woodson's like, yeah, you know, waving it, but he don't know Norm. <laughs> That's what Norm says next is. <laughs> you got to be proud of the Heisman because they can't take it away from you. And then it's like, yeah, that's really cool. That's his forever. And then at the end he goes, well, unless you kill a wife and uh, her waiter boyfriend, but if you don't do that, you can keep the Heismans. Oh my God. <laughs> oh. And I'm screwing it up, but that's how yeah. he said it. He's like, unless yeah, I got it. Oh. And there goes Will. And there goes Will. Yeah. I would say he's probably going to sign back in. Yeah, here he comes. Here he comes already. About that. But yeah, I just there so all that. I'm like, you know what? Norm is my guy. Yeah, that's great. I haven't. I'm, I'm going to look that up. I have not seen him uh, do that. That's all. His uh, his opening monologue is pretty good, and you don't see athletes athletes look look that uncomfortable as he made a lot of those guys. He was look in his opening monologue. It was great. Yeah. Oh my god, I have to see this. How that's did I not know this was a thing? <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. oh, and I love Jamie Foxx when he – I have a lot of those, so I'll just stop. What do you guys think? Yeah. Brian, what do you got? Uh, I really always kind of like Billy Crystal at the Academy Awards. Um, <laughs> I loved Billy when he was doing yeah. that the year. Those, no, those numbers were great. Yeah. yeah, and he just knew when to – you know, he just had that uh, that sixth sense about, you know, knowing when to you know play up a moment and knowing when to kind of lay back a little bit. This is classic, yeah. just classy yeah, style, just, style of doing it. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. I want to say Steve Martin did the Oscars one year too, and I remember liking it. And I actually, I'm one of the few people who liked when Dave Letterman hosted the Academy Awards as well. Mm. But um, I don't remember those being striking me as being great. But I, I you know, I might not. Yeah, well, people pretty roundly hated Letterman as a host of the Oscars. Th that was the Oprah Uma Uma Oprah. That was that year. Oh yeah, yeah. They when, were Uma Uma. <laughs> Well, yes. One of my favorite ads of late was uh, when Tina Fey and Amy Poehler yep. did the, I think it was the Oscars. It wasn't Golden Globes, right? No, yeah, I, I think it was Golden Globes. Might have yeah. been Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was one of the best, actually, in a long time. Um, I, do th I do, too. I remember that one. Yeah. Those jokes were just, plus there's two of them, and that's sort of their wheelhouse on how they work and stuff, and they just play off each other so well for so long. So, yeah, that was pretty solid. I got another good one. Uh, what What about your favorite White House correspondence dinner host? <laughs> uh, yeah, wait. Who was it? Just got in trouble. Oh, Michelle Wolf. <laughs> Michelle Wolf. Yeah. My, my, my favorite ever is is um, my favorite ever ever is Seth Meyer. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, him or again, Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald did one where he was talking to uh, Greenspan, Alan Greenspan, and his wife Kearns Goodwin. 
he's talking to her and him and he goes uh you know look at that look at that alan greenspan and such and such and he goes uh you know you just love to see two people in this industry in love like that you know she probably and alan's like 150 years old at this point. <laughs> he looks like so he's, just, you know, he's just he's just sitting there looking like weekend at bernie's and she's sitting there next to him and he goes <laughs> he goes look at that just the promise to love to cherish to have to hold, to speak into my good ear. Uh, any, <laughs> something about that. It was just that little thing that normal do at the end that I love. And then, of course, when Seth Meyer just destroyed Donald Trump. I didn't know it was going to make him president. But yeah, yeah. I would not have enjoyed it as much at the time if I'd have known that. But he was just like, he said, I, you know, Donald Trump says he's running as a Republican. I thought he was running as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> It was, and he said he appears on Fox, and oddly enough, a fox appears on top of his head. Oh, yeah, it was so many of those, and then Obama's killing him. Well, I was going to say, was that the year that Obama? Because a lot of people say that was the moment that uh, Doofus decided to run for president. Well, this is the Ooh, dark Vader okay. origin story. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he looked up, and his eyes turned black, and he started to try to terrorize America. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Because Obama made fun of him, and that's how bullies are. Yeah, well, Obama tore him up, though. I mean, it wasn't just like made fun, like like Obama. Because Obama's quietly really good at that. He's yeah. he's good at comedians writing his stuff and delivering it. Yeah. His timing is one better. of the best as a president. So, I mean, George yeah. Bush is really funny <laughs> too. Certainly, certainly, the best comedic, <laughs> the best comedic president we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's but like... you know what? But it's not. It's not. It's not as much of a blowout as you think. Because to me, George Bush is really fun. George, the second George Junior. Bush. Junior, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think, he had his moments. He was, he was funny when he was trying to be serious. Right. But he was also, you know, he was funny when, like, those correspondence centers, he could poke fun at himself, yeah. and he just had that kind of look, and he just had something that... He's more, he, he more likable president now, George W. Bush. You said what? No, yeah. He's a more likable president now. George W. Bush, when you see him and him and Michelle Obama, how they've got a little back and forth about them, they're great. I think Gargamel would be a more likely president <laughs> now after four, year, four years of Donald Trump. He's like, you know what? That Mussolini wasn't so bad. If yeah, he, he was, he was fine. <laughs> and, and, you know, Stalin's got his things, but look, <laughs> Trump's got you reimagining all these people. Were we a little hard on Adolf? <laughs> this is how Trump makes you wonder. He changes the curve. He does. He really does. We we'll a little hard on. <laughs> we we'll a little hard on Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah, it makes us rethink all the other bad guys. That's exactly. Yeah. You're like, you know, it wasn't so bad. You know, the headless horseman. You know, I mean, listen, your head's on fire. What are you going to do? <laughs> that there, buddy? You got a, a co-host there with you, man. You got That's a bogey. Here. Say hey, say hey, hey, buddy. What's up, man? He done wrapped it. He does. I call him Baby Burrito. He wraps himself in these covers, <laughs> and he takes them from me. <laughs> yeah, he. My, I, I tell, my son is uh my son does yoga poses in his sleep. He's twisting all over, <laughs> doing the lotus. I'm like, you can't sleep in here if you're gonna do that. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so we. I'm, so that's the other thing. He loves sleeping in the bed. So I'm like border patrol at the door. 
<laughs> tries to sneak in or he waits for me. And somehow, whenever I go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, when I come back, he's in the bed. He's laying there timing me in the he middle waiting, of the night. Waiting you up. <laughs> he's good. I, so I just let him stay in the bed. I'm like, that was good. I didn't even hear it. It's he's, like stealing second. I got to respect it. So I just yeah. let him lay there and I go downstairs. Fair enough. I'm like, the kid's yeah, I know. Jason, you got to go, but Will, I, 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 what happened to your ear? Yeah. So I was, you know, I have the bald head. Right. So I was cutting my hair bald and I sliced my ear and start bleeding down. But I finished the cut, which reminded me of uh, Kurt Schilling's sock game. Right. <laughs> same thing. Exact same thing. I finished the cut. Look at this. this thing, I'm looking like Mars Chestnut over here because I kept on Very after my wife. Clean my ear out and put this little, little band-aid on. I think what you're kind of is that a SpongeBob band-aid? What is I, you know, I didn't take it. Which one is this? Which one? You don't know which one it is? Yeah. Which one is it? It's got boo-boo on there. It's got boo-boo on there? Yeah. No, that's why I have it. But what is on it? <laughs> it's got boo-boo. It's got boo-boo? Yeah. Yeah, this is a bit above your pay grade, son. So this, so this, so this, this. <laughs> So then this, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. All right. I'm going to go with SpongeBob. Yeah. My ear feels better when I, when I, when you say that. I, yeah. yeah. So SpongeBob makes my ear feel better when I think it's that. If you tell me, if you tell me it's a uh, star Wars or something, it doesn't feel this right. Nah, so I, I think that. it is. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. That's how I cut it. But I feel like I still, you know, still looking good. I, I, got like the the beard, I like the beard a lot. Man, we could do a whole episode on why I love being bald. We'll talk about that one. It's the best yeah. move I've ever made in my life. Yeah? Wow. That was a big deal on making that decision. So, uh, Nathan, man, if I'm keeping it real, there were so many pictures I had to retake because I didn't like where my hairline looked in it. Wow. Well, I know the feeling. I'm like, no, take it like this. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Before you know <laughs> it, I'm bowing to somebody to take a picture. Because my hair. I'm like, and then I finally look at the picture. I'm like, I'm bent over way too much. So so it's like, but there's this hairline I'm worried about. Yeah. And my son's having. So now I'm just, you know, I, at least I know the bald head works. Because I'm like, if you're going to find it out, you got to find that out in quarantine. Yeah. And yeah, yeah ain't going out anyway. Yep. I wear the same clothes every day to take my son to school. Every day. <laughs> because I don't feel like changing them. Yeah. And then, you know, parents will look at you. <clears throat> you know, people look at you. Wearing the same thing every day. Well, you know, it's my pandemic uniform. Everyone's got one. Th that's mine. And then, you know, you can think, oh, you know, it kind of looks like it doesn't. Whatever. You know what? Well, you never asked what I'm wearing when you debit my account. So don't <laughs> worry about what I'm wearing when I bring it. Money's green. That's right. Money's right. green. Nobody goes, I wonder if you have sweatpants on. Don't take that money until you No. So I'm going <laughs> to drop them off like that. <laughs> I'm going to wear the same thing I wear when I see that you guys took that money. That's what I'm going to wear when I drop the ball. And I'm usually in my sweatpants. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, this may say I'm low class, but that 300 bucks tells a whole different damn story. So don't worry about my pants. Fair enough. My pants are high. My, 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 my bank account, the debit you're making is high class, regardless of what the <laughs> pants are. That's the reason I have to buy these pants. Class is gone in, in, in the pandemic, man. That's why I'm at the Goodwill spending $2 on these pants. I'm giving you people 300 just to judge my pants. All my workout clothes are Goodwill clothes. I was like, all I'm going to do is, is shit around in these and get them filthy. Why would I go spend 50 bucks for a pair of shorts that I'm going to just sweat in? So that's, I get all of my shit there. That's a, that's a life hack right there, man. That is. That's the people that listen to people. People that are listening, 
If you get fat or get skinny, go to Goodwill. Don't spend all this money getting clothes that you plan on losing the weight in anyway. That's right. Don't spend a dollar. You can you can fill up a bag full of clothes for t- for eight dollars. Yeah. I mean, you buy clothes there by the pound. You buy it by the pound like it's cheese. I want two pounds of sweatpants. (laughs) I think that's an old Michael Blackson joke. He's like, man, your pants are so cheap. You buy them by the pound. I was like, that's a a fucking great joke. Two pounds of sweatpants. I've been casually using it in conversations, but I know Michael Blackson said it. So, so So then, you know, that was the thing. And then it was like the embarrassing part was you lose a bunch of weight and you say, okay, I lost a bunch of weight. So now I'll take these baggy ass clothes to Goodwill. And I'm going to take a picture with my foot on top of him like I just won a wrestling belt. <laughs> and here's my triumph over these fat clothes. And you take them to Goodwill. And three months later, you're back at Goodwill, hoping <laughs> that some of those clothes are still there. <laughs> because now you can go get those clothes again for $1.50. <laughs> yeah, they were today for a lot more when you bought them. Still losing money. So now I'm walking around Goodwill looking for my own clothes. But but luckily, you know, there's enough people that, you know, there's enough other clothes there. But uh, yeah, you're right, Jason. When I got into fishing and stuff, Goodwill became like, oh, yeah. hey, listen, you want to do getting dirty or? The greatest prank I ever pulled is when I take clothes back to Goodwill. <laughs> people pull them, oh, that looks nice. Let me try that on. That shit ain't going to fit, dum-dum. <laughs> Good luck. I hope you got a weird-shaped friend. <laughs> you give those to me. <laughs> a real fat kid. Hope you got a fat kid at home. That's the only way that shit's gonna work. He's like, this is a belly shirt. Why am I showing my midriff? What did I? I thought I was buying Periellis. I love it because it's got all those great irregularities <laughs> and the threads hanging down, and the Timberland tree is missing three branches. <laughs> Michael's never Michael seen. Jordan's shooting a free throw on those shoes. <laughs> He's supposed to be dunking. <laughs> oh my people trying my pants and they're like clam diggers they're like what happened how was this what did i was i on the wrong size what did i do that was the embarrassing part of those goodwill clothes when i was a kid because it'd be corduroys and all that they said man if we'll take 10 more steps his legs are gonna catch on fire because <laughs> <laughs> i had six thighs and i had these corduroys oh man you're making music so like, and then that you'd get pissed off and run away you know you just you know, i'm going home you know you slam your shit down and you go home but the problem was these pants hung under my heels. So even when you walk at home, it's like, vroom, 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 and everybody started doing that. So then when I would come around the next day, I'm coming down the street to see my guys, and everybody's like, vroom, 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 about my clothes. It's like you couldn't even just live where I was. It was just if you came out and whatever you were insecure about, that was part of your name and shit. You know, if you had a a weight thing, you were Big Tony or somebody. It's like, we do. that's how we're introducing you, is what you feel bad about. I got to do it, guys. I got to call it quits. Uh, Later, man. Uh, Always fun. Your thing. Uh, it's great to see you guys. We'll see you next week. Everybody be safe out there. Woo-hoo. Later. <laughs> I like the way Jason does that. <laughs> Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. 
At Ortho Carolina, my personalized orthopedic care feels like home because video visits bring my provider to me. Ortho Carolina, my care, my way. Schedule your in-person or virtual appointment today at orthocarolina.com. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. Head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Then use hashtag International Podcast Day to join the conversation. You can reach out and connect with other podcasters, listeners, and your favorite podcast hosts. Remember September 30th, International Podcast Day, a day-long celebration of the power of podcasts. 